Yo, you gotta um, sure. you gotta share us on that Korean Twitter. Let us let us become the number one sports podcast in Korea. Oh yeah, and until until you guys get banned, niggas <laughs> <laughs> gonna censor us quick. Those niggas bad publicity, right? <laughs> you right, exactly. <laughs> Them niggas got banned in Korea. They must be lit. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold blooded. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. I fear nobody. I walk like a champion. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 104 of a Saratobi Sports Pod. It's me, John. We are in Regrown Recordings, and I have my guys with me, as always. To my right, I have the deacon of Demon Time, Mr. Worldwide West. Touching on the worldwide breast. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? <laughs> to my left, we got just a friend, just on his damn phone, Justin Thomas Mouth Mouth. You already know what the deal is. Need intelligent people, too. <laughs> From the great beyonds, the man keeping us sounding nice and velvety to bless your eardrums every week. The Saratobi Sound Man himself. The Gabagool, Greg Pasta Bitch. Greg Pasta Bitch. Matt Barba. Happy to, <laughs> happy to be here. As happy always. And Matt. calling in from around the world in this morning by him. Much appreciated. Mr. Jamil Warney. Thank you for joining us. Yo. Hi, what up? I wish I, I would. <laughs> that's, you guys are funny for that one. That's, that's <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, I mean, I it's I gave you like a very mild introduction, but we, we got Stony Brooks leading all time scorer, twenty nineteen Korean Basketball League MVP, right? What yeah. else? Dallas Mavs legend. <laughs> yeah, my guy. Yeah. 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 Score score how many points in college? Two thousand. Damn. Yeah. Two thousand light cheese. You know. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> Just say I'm a bucket, man. That's what's up, man. That's fucking. That's fucking. That's fucking amazing. So for those who don't know, um, I'm gonna ask you directly. How, who do you feel like your game is close as you can compare it to? And then also, who do you feel like you modeled off of, or you just walked out? You just came out the womb like a bucket. I do. I does this. Well, the funny part about it was, um, like as I grew, as I grew older, uh, I got compared to Dewan Blair. DeJuan Blair, no ACLs. Mavs legends? <laughs> yeah, Mavs legend. And, and, and the funny part is my rookie year with the Texas legends, he got signed like, like in a period when I was there too. Yeah. So it was really me and him together. So I was like, huh. what the fuck? Yeah. And then there was, one time, <laughs> there was one time when me and him was on the court at the same exact time. I was like, yo, this shit is, this shit is weird as hell, bro. Right. And um. then I, I'll say... Uh, like when I was growing up, my like I wanted to play like KG and um, mm. Tim Duncan. Mm-hmm. I was like I was like six five, six six, like fucking like in eighth grade. So Jesus I'm like, oh, Christ. I'm gonna be seven feet. Yeah, I'm gonna be seven feet. I'm gonna be seven feet regardless. Jesus Christ! I fucked up and grew one and a half inches later, <laughs> like last like <laughs> the rest of my life. So like all that skill shit, like I have to work more on my and just being tall as shit so yeah i was gonna nah, say you came sure. up i guess in that time where it was very much uh if you're tall you're just learning big man skills right yeah no nah, it, it's fucking crazy because i think the year after the year no the year i graduated mm-hmm. that's when they started doing like, you gotta shoot threes you gotta shoot threes everybody gotta shoot threes because mm-hmm. the warriors just won yeah i'm yeah. like yo i just i i just fucking missed out bro yeah it, 
How was so, um, I mean, uh, Sorry to cut you off, but yeah. I, it just makes me feel like uh, well, how do you feel about the AAU system? Because I know that's always a big topic of conversation, and part of it is like a, a lot of athletes are talking about how flawed it is or was compared to why European kids are coming up better and more well-rounded. I mean, European been the same. I mean, AAU been the same shit since I've been there, since people before me been there. It just the money hungry uh, AAU coaches trying to get bread from the D1 coaches and shit. So, I mean, they, they, it's, it's tough because, you know, you have like on the major AAU teams is the high D1 guys that everyone got to look forward mm-hmm. to. And if you're and like the people in you know, the bottom, the people who sponsor the shit. And if you're in the middle, that's a tough, that's a tough middle ground for you. Cause you're not, you're not getting some of the shame. I mean, you're not getting some of the, uh, the positive light, mm-hmm. the positive news. You're, you're not getting a lot of D1 scholarships or the ones you should get. Right. So you're kind of stuck in the middle of trying to fit off the star players, which is this is tough. You'd be a, you're a 6'4 big man. Now, now you don't know what to do. Now they live you as a big man in college, high school. Right. And now that's tough as hell getting the pros like that. That sound like our high school. Yeah, no, nah, definitely. And All I feel, starting centers <laughs> with six four. Right. <laughs> One the, counties every year though. At the non competitive uh, varsity high schools in America. All right, man. Let's talk. Let's talk. Roselle Park, right? That's where that where that where Roselle. Roselle Catholic. Roselle Catholic. That's where you went. That's where you went to high school. What year, what year you graduated? I graduated twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Okay, so Jersey. So who in that time was cut co- was coming up that you say that you played against? Like that was that was good. People that you know, people that are listening might know. Yeah, nah. Um, so from like twenty, like from my like my periods in high school from uh, two thousand eight to two thousand twelve, mm-hmm. that was like I, I think like the golden era of basketball. We had um, in Jersey, Kyrie Irving. Yep. Yeah, we had Kyrie Irving, uh, Kyle Anderson. Oh, he did. Um, he did come up in Jersey. Uh, Gilchrist. Can't go, Chris. Uh, yep. Another Mavs legend. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm, I'm trying to Towns. Think. Um, oh, Towns. He was oh, there. Cat, yeah, for uh, sure. Cat, Cat was there. Uh, we had some guys, uh, Rosa Cat for the years after uh, when I graduated. Nas Reed, mm. uh, Isaiah Briscoe. Briscoe, yep, uh, for sure. Malachi, Malachi, Malachi Richardson. Uh, Chris Silva, who just played on, on the Heat for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, had a, we had a lot of guys, just the name off the head, but it was like Jersey was fucking loaded with talent. And we still got some guys in college right now. We got a. Uh, the Simeon boys from uh, Rosa Catholic, mm-hmm. they, they go to Xavier, and one, one is going to commit somewhere. And um, like it's, it's loaded with basketball players. So I mean, it's it's still going to every basketball uh, in New Jersey, right? So obviously in the AAU circuit, you playing dudes from everywhere. So you're gonna like everybody on the Northeast Coast. So it don't really matter. But just in your varsity days, so just in the games that you playing for your school, who was the best player that you played against? You think? 100% Kyle Anderson. Uh, yeah. mm. It's funny. My, my, my senior year, we played uh, – this was a year after they beat um, St. Pastor on their uh, undefeated year. Mm-hmm. So they come back dominating. So we saw them on our schedule, like, the beginning of the year. We saw, like – it's, like, maybe September, October. Mm-hmm. And we saw them on our schedule in, like, January. We were like, fuck. Y'all just waiting <laughs> down. <laughs> Oh, it was no fucking motivational speech for us. We couldn't like, we couldn't just like yell. We could take them, man. We, we might not be as talented as them, but we could beat them. It was none of that shit. It was just a week and a half. Just, to the slaughter. Airy, airy, quiet into our <laughs> practice. Like the scout reporter, like Kyle Anderson, could do everything. We're like, oh, shit. <laughs> you can't, you can't stop that. He will guard <laughs> your best player. <laughs> he can shoot from the perimeter. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's it a bird. It's a plane. Thing. No, it's Kyle Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> so we played him at we played him at uh, King University, which is like it's like it's a three three D three college, but it's it's pretty big in Jersey, mm-hmm. and it's fucking it's packed. It's yeah. packed as hell. So everyone's everyone's amped up like yeah, let's fucking go. Right. We get, up, we get on the court and get drilled by forty nine. Oh, oh. damn! Like. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I ain't never 40, lost 49? That yeah, crazy. that's... Hey, I what, grade, what grade was that for you? This is my senior year. Oh, oh my... Yo. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I got to say for that one. Hey, man, listen. Now, I th- man, you play against NBA players, it's like... Uh, bro. Like, it's Kyle Innocent, bro. I can only imagine this nigga being like that in high school. Like... Yeah, and it's like, especially, you you said that your, um, I was listening to some of your pod, and you said that your high school got better as a basketball school after you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so like my my four years, it was like me and like the the backyard kids, to be honest, but me me and my niggas, man, we just just playing ball. So, I mean, I think what happened, it was a transfer rules. In New Jersey, you got to do 30 days, so Mm -hmm. it was like before the 30 days, too, so we didn't have our transfers, too. I mean, they wasn't gonna fucking help anyway. So. Yeah, nah, <laughs> but, no uh, funny shit. It it, it it was it was bad, bro. It was really bad. You ever hear? You know, uh, Tobias Harris. Obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well, <laughs> it's not. Do you know I the mean, guy who has a really big contract on the Sixers? Yeah, that guy, Tobias Harris. Ah, right, yeah, of course you're familiar. We're all familiar with Tobias Harris. All right, cool. So he's from, so he's from around, around our way, like not, not far at all. He played our high school, our, my, our high school, my fresh, my freshman year, bro. This is before, like you know, like I'm a, I'm a look, fucking 14 years old, like just looking at you know these, these, these big ass dudes, right? This man walks up in Baldwin High School and drops 40, and they kill us by, like, 30-something. I'm surprised that we stayed in the game, though. But this man, Tobias, bro, I knew this nigga was a fucking off-rip, bro. 30-something is staying in the game. 30 staying in... Well, I mean, uh, she lost by 49. At this point, <laughs> respectfully, bro, I'm just saying, yo, I'm just trying to sympathize with bro. you somehow. That's it. I don't know. It like, might have been the same feeling because our um, our math teacher in eighth grade was one of the varsity assistant coaches, and yep. I remember him telling us. He was like... He walked in. He was like six ten and started shooting threes. We didn't know what to do. Yeah, before your time, <laughs> niggas wasn't. Yeah, that shit was unheard of in two thousand and eleven. See, high school athletics is crazy because like you really have to go through a whole day of school, right? You have yeah. to probably take a, you got to take an algebra test, pop a quiz. history pop quiz, and then oh yeah, go out and guard Kyrie Irving. Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Imagine, imagine that this nigga's playing playing one of the top prospects in New Jersey. This man woke up top at prospects seven, in the country. In the, in the, <laughs> oh yeah, my fault. Shit, even worse. Missed the bus on his way to school. <laughs> nigga got a walk. Had, had Eggo waffles. <laughs> it's raining like, outside, and I gotta go guard Kyle Anderson at night. My nigga, you get nothing but credit for me, man. That's fucking. That's fucking amazing, yo. <laughs> That I, is, I, that's just crazy because like I'm just only I'm just only playing this so I can skip gym class. Like <laughs> I'm not trying to do this. This needs to exactly hooping. Oh man, <laughs> this shit is this shit is crazy, man. Not, not the PE credit. I'm just saying, I, I get my PE credit. I can play ball. Like it's, it's just great. Then all of a sudden, oh yeah, a six three point guard. What do you mean a six three point guard? I'm four <laughs> ten. What do you want me to do? <laughs> but he's actually four ten though. That's the, <laughs> that's the, that's the, that's the, that's the 
the real kicker. <laughs> the gag is. <laughs> I'm not being dramatic. This is not a dramatization. It's not. Oh. I was 4'11 going into high school. <laughs> you had that CJ McCullough. My, my first two years playing AAU, I was under the height of five foot. Oh, it was crazy. It's okay, dude. Oh, I was also 4'11 in eighth grade. Thank you, Matt. Matt I appreciate the, I appreciate the, uh, you know. <laughs> Matt was small. I was like, yeah, Matt was small. <laughs> he was small. Out of context, though. that sounds crazy. <laughs> wow. Hey, yo. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh my I, I God. guess that leads us to uh, Stony Brook. How yes. did you end up there? What was like your recruiting process was? Because, I mean, it's a mid major, and then you know you're out here cooking. Like that that graphic you posted in your Instagram story, like your wind shares throughout college. It's insane. Yeah, nah. So first, I'll post to commit to Ryder. So Ryder mm-hmm. is like maybe thirty minutes from my house, thirty minutes from the crib, mm-hmm. and that was, that was my first scholarship. My my high school coach was really close friends with um the rider coach at the time. Mm-hmm, right. So I was like, oh, that's a perfect fit. Let me, I'm just go here. First of all, I don't know what the fucking B1 scholarship is. So I'm just like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm going to college for free now. Fuck it. I'm going to accept it. And then like my aid coaching, like then was like, yo, just wait, wait it out a little bit, like wait, wait, wait like a year or so. And I, as I'm about to uh, verbally commit the rider, uh, Steinberg called me and my guy, Jay Young, uh, who's a coach at Fairfield now, uh, me and him was on the phone for a little bit. And um, we, we, we was chatting it up. And uh, then I, I went to Stony Brook for a visit, and I was like, Long Island, it's n- nice as shit. I've I've been I haven't seen the college out in Long Island yet, so I mean I, I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you know, guys know, it's fucking Suffolk County, beautiful beautiful area. Deep. So one way to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure at that point Jamil ran I Suffolk mean, when he got got yeah, out there. Well, so. of course, yeah, yeah, valid. I mean, it definitely is a way opposite of Nassau County. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you guys ball winning and yeah. shit. Like, yeah, it's way so, opposite so, of that. So, so. so, um, so I, I go there and, uh, I visit uh, many a times. Then I'm with the Nationals. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started to blow up because I was on a small AAU team for my whole life. Mm-hmm. So when we got the Nationals, D1 coaches there, like other AAU teams are there. Mm-hmm. And I am dominating. I'm, I am kicking teams show. to ass. Yeah. Oh, fucking. Talk your it was, shit. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was just, it, it's too old. I'm only too old for that shit now. It was like fucking, it was like 15 years ago. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. He was so, killing things um, like that. Hurt. Yeah. So uh, I started getting scholarships to um, big, like Big Ten, uh, SEC, all high mm-hmm. schools. But I think I was like, y'all, I'm tired of this shit. Like, I was getting, like, I was like, put my phone down. Like, my junior year, I put my phone down. Pick it back up. Nine missed calls, ten text messages, fifteen emails. I'm like, yeah, I want this shit to stop. So, it was between pretty much Stony Brook, Ryder, and uh, Iowa. Iowa just there just for the just for the sprinkles. I could be, yo, I got add a big add a big ten yeah. offer real quick. Yeah, 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 whatever. So I turned them down. I was, I want, yeah. I want to go there. <laughs> right, it, it was fucking embarrassing. Like my coach was like, yo, you gotta call all these coaches and tell me you're not coming. I'm like. I'm fucking 17 years old, man. I don't want to do this shit. Yeah. So I call, I, I swear, I call Iowa and uh, <laughs> I was like, hey, coach, I, I, I don't think you knew who I was. Like, you offered me the scholarship, you just got who I was. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm not coming in. He's like, oh, okay, whatever. I good luck with everything. I was like, all right, whatever. Did you do, uh, a, did you do a, a hat choosing and all that on Instagram? Decide. Uh, <laughs> No, not no, not at <laughs> right. all. Uh, I, I, to be honest, ESPN like knew if knew shit like before, like a second after I committed. Like hmm. I woke up, my coach called me like at eight o'clock, like the next morning. It was like, 
Yo, you gonna fucking commit or what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah I'm committed. Put my phone down, slept like another hour. Next thing you know, I'm on ESPN, like the ESPN trail. Mm-hmm. And like, it's like me, like little ass corner and say like, uh, Jamil Warney picks a decision. I was like, the fuck? That's what they know. <laughs> and uh, They know. Yeah, FBI. So, I mean, I couldn't, I, I, could, I, yeah, I, couldn't, I couldn't do my hat shit, man. I mean, I, to be honest, I don't even think I even had hats, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. So. What about uh, Rutgers and Ophiel? Nah, and it was, they, they looked at me my first year when they had uh, Fred Hill, but then um, <laughs> they had Mike Rice the, the next few years, and Mike Rice was out here, out here beating niggas, so Paul's, <laughs> oh, respectfully Paul's, respectfully Paul's. <laughs> nah, they're respectfully crazy. <laughs> yeah. True, I feel you. Nah, oh, boy. Yeah, nah, nah. I was about to say, because I know, like, I, the with the big schools in Jersey, Seton and Rutgers, I feel like, damn, if I was those coaches, I'd be looking at every kid in Jersey, but then every kid in Jersey, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like, you only pick so many, you know? Nah, but the new the new shit is the niggas. I mean, obviously, like now with Rutgers being uh, one of the best teams in the country, shout out to my niggas Pikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, niggas niggas wouldn't like playing Jersey now, but back then, niggas was trying to get out. Yeah, mm. I'm, talking, I'm talking. I'm talking like Jersey projects and shit. Nah, niggas niggas just didn't want to. They want to play for uh, those like those couple schools. So yeah. Yeah. they want to just go like either New York or they'll go across the country. Yeah, shit. I don't even and know. If, I don't even know if Rutgers was Big Ten then. Uh, what were they? Were they a uh, Big East? Yeah, I, they, think, I, think yeah, they Big I think it was Big East at that time. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, to be honest, I want to have fun in my college experience. So Stony Brook was winning games too. They just haven't made it to the tournament. Rutgers was getting drummed every day by fucking. Yep. I'm playing playing against fucking Villanova, then Providence, and uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're 0 16 in the conference. I don't do that. That's just boring. So, right. So I mean, I went to, I went with Pikes, and it was it was fun from day one, man. To be honest. Ah uh, man, it's like you mentioned, like you at, at at the time when you were getting recruited, you were, you were basically just getting fatigued. Is that something that like a lot of people like on the outside don't realize? Like people would probably say like, oh, you know, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Oh, you're getting recruited by like Ohio State and Purdue. Like it must be exciting. Like you were saying, like you were just like, yeah, I just kind of want to take a nap. You get over <laughs> it at some point. Yeah, nah. Like that, that, that's a great that's a great question. To be honest, because niggas do get fatigued off of that. Like. Every day, you, you get you get voicemails, you get you get text messages, you get emails. You trying to chill with your niggas, man, and you can't because your phone is ringing off the hook, and you're like, bro, I don't want to think about basketball right now. And like, you you get like it's the college business for them. Like these mm-hmm. niggas' jobs like depend on it. They they need they need recruits, mm-hmm. but it's just like, yeah, I'm 16, 17, 18. Like I don't want to go through this shit right now. So that was, I think that was the main reason why I committed so early. I committed before my senior year just because I wanted to just hang out with my boys and mm-hmm. and like enjoy my senior year other than like, yo, think about where I'm going to college. And I might have fucked myself because then I think after I committed, you we had like crazy. two like – you know, we had two really good guys who came to um, Rizzo Catholic or we had one who was like top 30, Tyler mm. Robeson. And he brought all the big D1 coaches in. Mm. And I'm like, oh shit, Villanova, Cincinnati, um, who else? Syracuse. He, he brought all those people in, and like they, then they started like watching me, like, oh shit, this guy's pretty good. I'm like, ah, no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm already committed to starting. The game. <laughs> yeah, did, you ever, yeah. did you ever think about changing your mind once things started blowing up a bit? Hell no, man. That shit, that shit was so much fun. Like looking back, looking back where I added down, like the shit was fun. I, I got. 
what, three POIs. I'm making money. So, I mean, what would have happened if I went to a big school? Mm-hmm. Hell no. I would probably be like the – the 10th, 9th, 8th, I would probably have to grind for that spot and start yeah. playing like my junior year and now I'm in like the fourth league in Istanbul. And they're just trying uh, to replace like, you every stop. year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, uh, a fucking top five uh, recruit <laughs> is coming into our school and now I'm back on the end of the minute. Nah, I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't with that. Yeah. Is that something that a lot of people, like have you seen a lot of kids like kind of make that mistake of like, oh, it's a it's a Big Ten, it's a Pac-12 school, so let me just go, even if I'm going to be on the end of the bench, as opposed to maybe going to like a smaller like NEC or like, you know, AAC school where they will actually get playing time? Yeah, and the difference between mid-major and the high major is a fucking, it's a highway, man. That shit is, the high major is a business, bro. Yeah. You, you, go, you go over there, bro, you don't know what could happen. You can have a, a top transfer come there in your position, a top high school recruit to come there in your position, and the coach get fired, some whatever, and like then you're fucked. Mm-hmm. You don't know you, you don't know what to do. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I went in a situation where I was comfortable with the situation. And the coach had been there for like I think ten plus years. He wasn't going anywhere. Uh, so mid major is like kind of just the the, fam, the family kind of environment and shit. Like right. that's all you that's all you guys got. You don't got you don't got a private jet. You don't got you don't got a Christmas a shit ton of gear. Hmm. You just got like your twelve guys instead of like high major. You got your twelve guys. You got a private jet. You got a you got a big ass dorm to yourself. Six red you shirts. Your own facility. <laughs> you got six red shirts. You got a you got a recruit coming in who's like no more recruit and his daddy emailing the coach every day like this motherfucker better play like it's just mm-hmm. so much shit going on in high major so mm-hmm. yeah a lot of the pod- yeah you're talking you touched on that a bit uh your episode with keith of like before he uh transferred and stuff where he was like he that was one thing yeah. that he missed a bit about being at that mid-major level and all that stuff but uh i guess now that takes us so you became the uh the first Stony book player to get signed is that correct uh yeah, the NBA. Yeah. Uh, wait, you talking about yeah, an yeah. NBA. Um, so we had a lot of guys sign overseas mm-hmm. first, and um, I, I really wanted to go overseas uh at first, but we had a we had a Euro trip the year before my senior year, mm-hmm. and I fucking hated it. It was ten <laughs> days of, it was ten days. Of, we went to Germany. Uh, I'm trying to keep the name right. Germany, uh, and Italy. But we went to Venice, Rome, and uh, Florence, mm. and beautiful areas and shit. And I hated it. Really, really. I was like, I was like, yeah, I need to get back to the crib, bro. This shit, this shit isn't for me. And it's only for ten days. So imagine niggas doing this shit for eight, ten months. Yeah, yeah. As a kid, so I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm not, I'm not doing this shit, bro. So it was a fool, after, wasn't it? Not a fool was amazing. I was, <laughs> oh, like, right. I was like, killing them. I was, oh, hell yeah. it was like. Nah, the way they was just gassing, she was like, yo, you got to put your hand in your pocket all the time. These pickpockets should be out here robbing niggas, man. Um, these niggas out here races. Blah, blah. I'm like, yo. Yeah. I mean, but that's, that's like America, though, to be honest. He was in Suffolk, my guy. Yeah, niggas, n- niggas do be robbing and niggas do be racist. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about USA. <laughs> Like that's just the Bronx. I mean, I'll just say like you walked into the wrong part of the Bronx. It's racist. The wrong part of the Bronx. Damn, they just took me from my forms. Crazy. So, um, so what happened? So we played there. We played a couple games over there, and there was one game. uh, We we were beating teams too. Like 
this is one game we beat like beat people by by ninety. Oh, like, oh, this, shit, this shit is like, but it was, it was like, a, playing, like a low pro division. teams or like, yeah, it was, but it was low, like one of them low division like yeah. Germany teams. Like, do you think that still do like a nine to five and then come to the squad and like? <laughs> And they, uh, they, they, play some, they play some college things, so we beat them by like fucking yeah, 90. Yeah. Y'all was but playing was plumbers and factory workers? That's crazy. Sounds about well. Sounds, sounds like someone's doing it. Doing shit, boy. Doing shit for sure, boy. Nah. <laughs> nah. So, um, nah, there was one game. Um, nigga, our coach had us go, go see the Eiffel Tower before. So we were like, the fuck? And we had a game at like at 5 or 6. We get the game like at 4.30. And we were some fucking demons, boy. These niggas came out the gates being up by 30. <laughs> they hit they hit 19 threes. Mm, damn. Um, the nigga off the bench had 36 points. I thought you playing Lubel himself. And, <laughs> boy, it, it, it was them too. It was like it was some team from um it was one of the European teams. And they had mm. a, they had no import. It was just them, just straight yeah. skill. Mm-hmm. So they was, I'm like, yo, nah, these niggas live here wowing. So so after all that shit, after like those ten days, I was like, yeah, I gotta like, I gotta just like figure out what I'm doing. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take this scene. I'm gonna go crazy and just figure out what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hold up. So um, it's my senior year. So I go crazy and like the the American East tournament, I go crazy and now I see my name on draft boards. It was like there for like a, like a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So. We go on. A, we win the tournament, and I don't think anybody knew about me at that time. And I had forty three, so niggas started Jesus just like Christ. throwing me in the draft. We're like, oh, this nigga, this this nigga is tough, whatever. And uh, I, re- I remember the day before we played Kentucky, Kentucky, uh, Kentucky uh, they was like, yo, who do you think? It was on ESPN Sports Center. Jeff Goodman was like, yo, as Jeff, Jeff Goodman, who do you think is going like, to shock the world or whatever? He was like, uh, Jamil Winning from Stony Brook. Um, he's like. He's like projected first round pick now in the league, in the NBA, and like whatever. So I'm like, oh shit, I'll probably have a chance. Whatever. Let me let me try let me try it out. So we play Kentucky, and that's like that's like an NBA size big, like NBA mm-hmm. size like type of lineup and stuff. Mm-hmm. And even though they beat us by like thirty, like I had a good game. So I was like, uh, you know, maybe maybe I can play at this level. Mm-hmm. So then go to this thing called Portsmouth Invitational. And this is like a couple of weeks after I think Pikes got the records job and everyone went with him. So we didn't have no coaches. So I tried to go to that, like I, I tried to go to that tournament, like that tournament, which is it's like all like second round seniors and whatever. And they didn't want me to go. My agent was like, don't go. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, I want to go. I want to hoop. I want to show niggas I'm better than them. <laughs> but I, I, I didn't think about the time of politics. Mm-hmm. So I go there. I go there and fucking. I didn't. I didn't play for two and a half weeks. I just been bullshit. I've been on my. I've been on the fucking high rise because we was just in tournament. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not going to not going to class. Just bullshit. So I'm like, all right. So, I go there, and I was easily the worst nigga on the court. Damn. Every game. I I, 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 didn't, I don't. I didn't shoot fifteen footers or threes at the time. I was shooting all like layups, and I was. I shot thirty percent from the field in like five games. Oh man. I was like. I was like, oh yeah, let me let me let me pay my bag. I'm gonna go overseas. So I do a couple of NBA workouts after. Mm-hmm. And the one that stuck out to me was the Mavs. I, I played well and shit. So I was like, oh, me still being delusional as shit. I was like, yo, man, I, I might I might have did it, bro. I might get drafted. Bro, that draft night came. <laughs> 
Well, that shit, that shit was <laughs> shit was awkward silence. I was like, yo. You can laugh about bad. it now, but were you laughing about it in the moment is the question. Man, that shit was... <laughs> but it, it's funny because like I was just focused on like that 43rd pick because that's what the Mavs had mm-hmm. I was like yo man I'm B.I. Right, bro I just gotta get there it wasn't it was like yo like seeing all the niggas get picked I'm like oh, man well, I'm better than this it's whatever it's like yo 43rd <laughs> pick man I just, I just gotta get there and then when they picked A.J. Hammond I was like oh shit <sighs> I was like oh shit Oh god, that's that's my guy too. A weird fucking guy, but that is my guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, so after, after the draft happened, uh, my agent was like, "Yo, do you want to play at the Mavs in summer league?" I was like, "Yeah," and I still got my chance to do this shit. I, I got it. I got it. Now I think about the politics of Tom still. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I go in there. I play like I like every other game I played, but like when I played, I was like dominate. Mm-hmm. I would be like, I would get like maybe like ten and ten and like. Like 13 minutes or whatever, and then mm-hmm. it begins. I'll play three minutes, so you can't really do shit in three minutes. Mm-hmm. So I play, I played well, like the opportunity that I had. I was like, oh yeah, now I'm, I'm gonna be all right, man. I'm, I'm gonna get to training camp. They they gonna want me, right? <laughs> then they signed, then they signed Quincy AC. I was like, ooh, oh, that's legend, that's legend, Quincy AC. That is that's my guy for sure. <laughs> um, uh, so we, I was like, in my delusional head, I was like, yo, so what did that mean for me? I'm like, nigga. <laughs> Now, <laughs> nigga, you have it now, nigga. <laughs> so, so, uh, what happened? So after that, after we played like the last game, they, they played me a lot. I had, like, I mean, I'm at like twelve and fifteen. Like, I, I had a double double in the first quarter of the game. Jeez. So, I was like, yo, man, these niggas gotta want me, bro. I, whatever. Listen, as I heard from some of his like, friends, uh, a scouting reports had him as the best rebounder in the country. So, hey, man. Rebound is important. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so my agent called me after the game. Was like, "Yo, I'm all, I'm all happy. I'm like, yo, bro, what's good, man? We did it." He was like, "Yo, they want you to go to they want you to go to training camp for no money." I was like, "Huh?" Word. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, what?" And then he was like, "Oh yeah, but this uh, Korean league wants you like bad though, like." So you got to stay out in Vegas for a couple more weeks. I mean, a couple more days, though. I've been in Vegas for like, like two and a half weeks at that time. So I'm ready to go the fuck home. Right. So I'm like, so I go to I go to KBL, like, like trial shit. And they're, 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 they really want me. Like, some teams, like, had me. Like, they wanted to pick me. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not trying to go to Korea at this time just because I don't want to go overseas. Mm-hmm. And I told my I told my Asian, man, my dumb ass. <laughs> I said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit of myself. You know, you know, you know, all like the fucking like, the clips and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fred Van Lee, all my Fred Van Lee, yeah, of myself. Fucking and, Dennis and Schroeder. Down. I say Dennis Schroeder type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah, I, I, I did Dennis Schroeder type boss, man. I'm with, I'm with, I'm with the training camp. Got injured, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, I, got, I went to the G League. I mean, but the G League worked out well for me because like I was still I was still producing at that time, and I am I am here I'm here where I'm here now. I so I wanted to ask you, um, one, Mavs fans did like you from what I remember of Mavs Twitter's like you were one of the people that it was like, We have someone else who can like score and do something. But, you know, we're also terrible at growing talent, so there's that. Um, especially, you know, you well, now that that regime is kinda gone, do you have any stories about it? Like things that you know, any anecdotes you can give me or any uh 
any like veteran because I mean you had an old ass roster at that point. Any good vet stories? Yeah, nah. The, the funny shit was um, my first year. Like so, the year like I got drafted, like was on the Mavs training camp for the first time. They had that. They just when, when KD just went to Warriors, so we had to get like the, the Warriors hand, hand me downs, like mm-hmm. the fucking Harrison Barnes and Andrew Bogut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I used to watch, watch their five and O's and oh. It, it was like so slow. I think it was Dan Williams, West Math, um, Harrison Barnes, Dirk, Andrew and Andrew Bogut. Mm. And uh, I'm going to tell you, that, that was a slow lineup. I don't, I don't know how they thought that was going to work. <laughs> and um, it's just watching that for like the weeks I was there, I was like, oh, it's going to be a long, it's going to be a long season for niggas, man. And it was. And I, 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 remember, <laughs> <laughs> I remember when they played, um, when they when we played the Milwaukee Bucks, um, this is when Jabari Parker was still like mm-hmm. he still he Jabari still was Parker. all right, yeah. He was still all right. yeah. And he was out out there punching shit. I was like, yo, and like people couldn't guard him. I'm just like, yo, you can't guard Jabari Parker. Shit, I can guard I can guard all the other niggas. <laughs> and obviously they had, a, they, had a, they had a terrible year, and um, and then we signed Vince Carter to, to get younger, you know, after. <laughs> Was it that year? I think after that, yeah, yeah we might have we might have got Vince Carter to get I younger. Don't remember, yeah, damn, but Vince Carter and uh, Monte yeah. at some point. Oh yeah, no, no I, 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 was, I was the year after. I think they used to sign all like the Texas Legends like players, mm. like everyone, everyone but me. I was like, yo, this is when they signed a Yogi Ferrell. Yogi, Yogi Ferrell, that's legend. Yogi Ferrell, ten day legend, ten day legend. Yogi, I'm not gonna lie, I was part of the conglomerate of Nets fans that wanted Yogi Ferrell over Spencer Dinwiddie. <laughs> Yikes! I was very glad to be wrong. <laughs> Niggas, <laughs> this guy. No, he, he, did, he, he did go crazy. Um, what game? That was the, like our baby the insanity. Game, the the Blazers game. We had like fucking ten threes, and mm-hmm. they hit the game winner. He, he did go crazy on that shit. So the other night, he better. He, 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 he missed out a career from. Yeah. Huh. yeah, he's around. He, yeah, he's he, there. I think he was on the Kings at some point. Mm-hmm. Out like, there, mm-hmm. chilling. Yeah, like, he, he there, yeah. That's, the checks are still clearing every Tuesday. So. <laughs> <laughs> First and yeah. the fifteenth. Do you have any good? Uh, uh, is Dirk as funny as everyone says he is? Yeah, I, I'll say so. I mean, you know, like in the world, in like the land of all the superstars are assholes and shit. Dirk was not one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's just a, a great guy, uh, really competitive. Um, there was, it was one practice. It, 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 this was like a story from. It was one practice where he was all training camp. He was just limping around doing. He was like riding the bike and whatever. Mm-hmm. But there was one practice he decided to like play, and oof, it, it was it was bad for niggas, man. He was <laughs> out there. He he was fading niggas away. Doing baba shimmy shake fade away. Ain't shit you can and do about like, it. There's, there's no, nothing you can do. There's literally nothing you can do about it. And that's I coach like, yo, there's nothing you can do about Nigga it. Niggas just in practice, just ringing, bro. Just ringing. Bro, before he retired, he was averaging like 18 the season before. Yeah, like, oh no, not nah, dead ass though. Niggas don't remember. Well, Mads he, he, he just, he just, he just, he just couldn't move. It was just a problem, but. That's why they tried to get Bogut, but then they realized Bogut couldn't move either. <laughs> yeah, and then he got hurt in like the first fucking quarter. <laughs> oh, oh my god, that shit is. Cr- I'll tell you what, that two K team was good though. <laughs> oh yeah, really, really, really fucking good. <laughs> nah, oh, man. wait. All right, so wait. Oh, I was gonna, I was just god. gonna throw it back really quick to a uh, summer league. So like, 
right. Crazy. All right. I'm right. Uh, all right, so like summer league just just ended like uh, was it like two weeks ago? Yeah, uh, for the for the NBA this season, um, and I like me noticing, you know, things for like paying attention to the Nets and things like that. But just like watching in general, is it mostly uh, guys are just out for themselves type thing? Like, cause I feel like I, I I've seen that in mm-hmm. times where it's like yo know, guys aren't playing within the team dynamic to help the team. I guess even though like wins and losses really off. don't matter in summer league. But guys are just out there. I'm gonna get my stats. This is my time to shine. Like, did you did you notice that at playing in summer league well, and the G League as well? well? They, yeah, no. Nah, but I think up front more is summer league. Uh, summer league is the fakest two and a half weeks of your fucking life, man. To be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got you got niggas on the bench like over like over like exaggerating like cheering for you like yeah bro doing dance moves. <laughs> the niggas want you. The niggas want you to fuck up so bad. Uh, uh what else? Um. The first game, niggas don't pass the rock around for sure. It's whatever. The second, third, fourth game, that shit pick up, bro. That yeah. shit is 100% pick it up. Niggas, like niggas get, get that shit off the rebound, boy. If you get the rebound, you better put that shit up, man. Can you pass to someone else? Not again. Never <laughs> seen that shit again. <laughs> and, and they always say the dumb shit. Like, they're like, yo, NBA player. Like, nobody know, nobody knows like what NBA teams are looking for. So I guess the first thing people think is, oh, they want a nigga who score 35 fucking points. Mm-hmm. Nah, they got a they got that seven foot demon over there, KD, who's doing that for you. Like they don't <laughs> need that shit. But niggas don't understand that shit. So they like try to get up 30 shots, don't pass the ball, and then be surprised when they overseas now. Because mm-hmm. like you, you show niggas what you like what you do, but you didn't show niggas how you can be valuable at another like skill. Mm. So watching that, it like even like in G League, you take a step forward. Some teams, all the teams who are terrible, like would just would show it like how fucking selfish it was. Mm. They wouldn't pass the ball. They'll have negative energy. And like teams who could fake it the most, I guess, would win most of the games. Cause like or who, who, who cared a little bit more than the other teams because they'll have like they lead in the assists, they'll lead in rebounds, whatever, mm-hmm. defense. And they'll they'll find a way to like contribute other than just scoring points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How big is the how big exactly is the jump from G League to the NBA? Cause my guy Theo Pinson, right? Nets Net, Nets bench legend, right? He was out <laughs> here for Long Island dropping like 25 30 every like every single time he was playing for long island he was dropping 25 30 right he comes up to the the big club and he just he's not producing like is it that big of a a leap from the g league to the nba Nah, i think to be honest it's just who you are to be honest Mm -hmm. um and the 12 to 15 is not the it's not a difference from the one to fifth in the g league roster like it just happened that a nigga left up or like you got the right agent, and your agent was like, "Yo, if you want this star player, you gotta put my nigga on. You gotta put my nigga on, whatever." Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. politics. So yeah, politics. That's yeah. what that's what politics. Politics. Politics is not coming to play with one through seven, one through mm-hmm. eight. That's like you can't you can't politic that shit. But like nine to like fifteen, that's when the politics start coming in, and um, you just um, you just have to be lucky. To be honest, as good as you have to be, you gotta be lucky, mm-hmm. and. Um, so I see multiple times like Pierre Jackson, fucking a killer. 
he, he went to the Mavs, mm-hmm. and he was he, he was like put into like the lineup off rip, and he was producing. Um, who else? There've been multiple G League stories where niggas came, like my boy CJ Williams. Uh, he was on the Legends. Mm-hmm. He got two with the Clippers, mm-hmm. and and then he was playing. Yeah, and he was game winner. Fucking twenty points a game, like he, he was doing. It. So it just happened to be like the opportunity and like the person you are. Yep. If, if you step into the court and like, yo, these league niggas now, boy, I don't know if I can produce. That's when you get eight alive. Mm. Yeah. Do you feel like the G League actually helps people develop, or do you feel like it's just kind of, all right, you didn't get drafted. Let's just see if we could find a diamond in the rough and just try and be like, pick a person out versus actually all right we have second round picks let's try and make these into like roster additions and stuff like that uh it depends on what team we're on okay like mm-hmm. my also texas legend team shout out to nate uh big big dogs uh so it's funny my first my first and second year it, it was like kind of developmental um for me at uh texas like mm-hmm. i really couldn't shoot at all like when i got to the g league so every day I used to work on my jump shot, uh, work on like try to shoot three, stretch it out, pulse. Um, so, so my third year is more like babysitting. Like that shit was all it helped. Like, cause like I'm older, I'm like an older nigga now. Mm. And like all these young niggas just come in and like your first few weeks in the G League, you're delusional. Cause like, like me and Keith story, like, and Kyle, my other boy, like we get cut from the, uh, from the league. So we're thinking like, yo, we're that close to like the NBA, if man. I so the G League in one game. Two, yeah, yeah. The G League spent like like two weeks, man. I'm, I'm out. So all the delusional niggas come in and just like, and you just know how like how the game work. You're just like, oh, this is bad. Mm-hmm. So when I get traded to Westchester, that's when the developmentals like started working again. Like mm-hmm. these, the coaches like was full on like, yo, we're gonna develop you. We will help you like become like. A better player, better person, and a better player than who you are now. Right. And so it's depending on the, your situation of where you're at. Damn. Hmm. It's very, oh man. I'm trying to think because uh, last year, the Knicks, we picked up somebody from Seton Hall. Um, he was un- he was undrafted. Why am I forgetting his name? But he was super tough. Miles 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 Powell. Yep, Miles Powell. Miles Powell. Bucket. And he was a bucket. And he plays with one a kid that we actually went to high school with, which is mm. you know five degree separation. But it's like you see the the that's why when you say it's like um the difference is there or isn't there rather. But like these dudes were so so tough in college. It's like it's unbelievable to imagine that they're not on an NBA team producing somewhere because he mm. literally. For those those two years, those last two years that he was on scene, he was killing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's like, it just, yeah, it, it it just shows like a lot of niggas in this world got a craft, and just like sometimes we have the opportunity, you you have to show it, man. Mm-hmm. Like I get it sometimes, like the ball don't go in the rim and whatever. But if if you got a if you got a ten day, niggas ain't niggas trying to hear ain't trying to hear like yo. I was just off these 10 days. Niggas don't want to ask shit at all. Mm-hmm. But you better find out another way to produce. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, I just, that's just what it is. That's just what it is in NBA, man. It just really is like one bad bounce and you can be out the league or one good bounce. You could be in the league for many years like Udonis Haslam. I think in 20 years in the league. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ. Yeah, player coach. Collecting, collecting, a, collecting a mill. And there it is. I mean. Sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. Right. <laughs> and then now you're in Korea. 
So how did so so what so you didn't want to go overseas? You've made that very clear in the beginning. Well, in the beginning, well, in the beginning. beginning. Yeah. Well, well, that's what I said. Didn't past past tense. Yeah. So here you are. So now, like, what what is like? How, how's that been life? Like, what's the uh, the Soul Knights? Yeah, Soul Knights. So it's funny because after my second year with the with the Texas Legends, and after I got called up, I was like, yo. I'm good, bro. I'm, I'm going to get back to the league, man, whatever, whatever. And then my agent called me and was like, yo, we got to go to China for like a couple of months like for you to play, but you get some money. And China got a lot of money. So mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. like, oh, we, we know. We, we've, we've heard these contracts. I'm, I'm just like, I'm just, and like, it's just, this is some league too with China. So like, and the money is still crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, nah. He's like, bro, you, you got to go, bro. Like you haven't, made any money. I was making pocket change for like the last two years. So I was, I was like, he was like, yeah, you got to go. So I, I was like, fuck it. So I went to China for a total of two and a half months. I was like, I'm not doing this shit no more, bro. <laughs> and, and, and I and I, I ran home pretty much. Just, I, just, I just left. I left uh, in, the, in the morning. Did you cook, My man's got in a taxi. Oh, yeah. We, we were in the first place. But I was just like, yo. I was like, yo, I'm just not happy here, bro. This, yeah. shit, this shit is like, like, I got this fat ass coach who's out here wilding right now because um because i don't i want to i want to shoot a three like nah so i'll so me and my man's in the morning was like yo we stayed up all night the, the night before we stayed up all night packed our bags and waited till like seven o'clock like runaway slaves we fucking went in some ta- <laughs> we went in a taxi and and and, and dipped bro catch our, a funny <laughs> our, our, our trailer was like coming behind us like with a like in his in like his car and he saw us like pull off <laughs> Like my man, my man saw the chair that coming and pushed me in the car, and then the taxi dipped. It was, it was like in a scene of a movie. And he was like, "Yo, we all going?" He's like, "Nah." We're, Home, my man's like, "You're going around the block. You're going around the block real quick. We'll be right back." <laughs> like, they ain't see us. They ain't see us ever again after that. Oh so fast forward, my I was after I had traded from Legends. I went to Westchester. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm going overseas. Like, like next year, bro. I'm, I'm, I need to make some money." Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting older now, so it's whatever. So, I think when I was in Westchester, uh, a Korean team like came to watch me play, and like I knew like of the like the American guy, like the American scout, because like he helped me with Team USA. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. He, he was always like positive about uh, KBL, the Korean Basketball League. So I was like, eh. so. I went to dinner with them. Uh, we talked a little bit. I was just still like getting China vibes from them. Mm. Not not to just, like sound racist. I mean, obviously Korea is way different than China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like and, the experience type. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just it's a big ass. We knew what you were. We knew what you were talking about. We knew. We knew. Yeah, bro. We just had a guest who was black and grew up in Japan. Dog, don't even don't even worry. It's all good. We knew what you meant. I I want to wake up and get canceled. I don't want to see that man. It's like, why is he trending on Twitter? It's crazy. Yeah, like man's is out here trending for the wrong reasons. Yeah, nah. So, um, so at first, after season end, at first I was like, yo, if I get two of the next, I'm just stay, whatever. Let me let me live the dream. The dream's still alive, and that shouldn't happen. So, I was like, I I don't want to go to Korea, obviously. So first, I want to go to Australia. Like mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful country. Fucking, I had a contract with a one of the teams, and they wouldn't like increase their money. I'm just like, bro. 
at this point, it's like, yo, I was first team all G League, male off of the year USA, mm-hmm. uh, all the other accolades. You gonna give me like this amount of money? No, nah, I'm straight. Mm-hmm. So, so um, you bet on yourself. Yeah, I have to stop betting myself, man. That shit is just bad. <laughs> nigga, said, <laughs> nigga said that shit is exhausting. <laughs> nigga said I had to walk away from the table. <laughs> yeah, nigga, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna take this deal, man. So, uh, so I was trying to go everywhere but uh, Korea, but Korea was just like the best offer, like mm-hmm. money wise, and like it's a it's a nice area to be honest. So when I get out of here, it's beautiful. So I'm like, yo, like I I, I can I can live in this area. I can mm-hmm. like I can I like, like see this, this area. I thought this is nice. So we play. So we're playing, and um, we're playing, and we're we're in first place. My first year, mm-hmm. and then COVID, then COVID hit. So I was like, damn. So they sent us all. They sent us back to the crib. And the second year, no funny shit. We was just ass. We was literally just ass. We was like in eighth place of, of ten teams, and Oof. it was just like it was yeah. But like, in my two years of being here. I was like, yo, this shit is fun. Like, obviously, politics is everywhere. We, everywhere you go, when money gets involved, bullshit happens. So, mm-hmm. uh, but other than that, I mean, I, I find it fun. It's only eight months of the year, so I gotta go home while niggas are still in their two months of Europe, European basketball, and we make the same amount of money. So, uh, how was? Talk to me about the MVP season. Did you know something was happening that year? Or dude, you just out here like, man, I'm out here in Korea. I'm gonna just play and then see what happens. Oh, I'm pr- it's funny because my first, like, I get there, uh, and my man's Aaron Haynes. Uh, so when you get overseas, they run through the ground. They scrimmage. You do, you look at scrimmage every other fucking day, okay? Mm-hmm. And my man's, uh, I think he was sick uh, before COVID, so he didn't had he didn't had the vid, but he he had like a little he had a little son, so he was out for like a week and a half. So they played me every game, like. 40 minutes of scrimmages, boy. They would, they would Tom Thibodeau with me. I was like, bro. So there was one game in the scrimmage I had 50. So I was like, oh. I was like, oh, this, this is going to be a season. And then we went, we went to the uh, tournament in China. Uh, it's called the Terrific, Terrific 12, I think. And we, we, we almost won in the finals. We lost to Lance Stevenson and his, like, CBL, CBA team. But, like, mm-hmm. a KBL team, like, being in the finals, but some is wild, and like yeah. that game, I had like thirty six. I had like thirty six and seventeen. So I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" Oh, I'm I'm I'm, I'm coming in. I'm coming in this league dominating. So like the first like the few rounds, I was I was wilding a little bit, and then and like I, I kept like a consistent pace, and like I had twenty and ten. I'm like, yo, like I already knew like I was going to be MVP. We was like in first place. Like, mm-hmm. like if if the game if like the season went on, we probably won the championship. I was the best player in the league at the time. So I was like, yeah, it's only it's only like right that I get the MVP, even though I wasn't an all-star, which is hilarious. Really? <laughs> That's very 2K of them. Yeah. It's, it's 100% fan vote, so, you know. Oh. oh yeah. 100% fan vote. Okay. Yikes. Well, you know, when 100%. this podcast gets to Korea, it might it might boost them up might, for this season, this might. upcoming season. Yeah. Oh, no, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm getting canceled. I'm getting canceled. <laughs> but if we don't get canceled <laughs> first... <laughs> No, nah, once they once they get the Korean subtitles, it's gonna be a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> it's, gonna, it's, gonna, it's gonna be a wrap. It's gonna be just a Korean person in the corner just doing all, you know, be having the interpreters. Oh my god. But uh wow. so I know you were in Korea with one of your uh ex Westchester Knicks teammates, Nate. And yeah. um 
who are some of your favorite teammates that you've had? I know you mentioned Keith on your podcast then, and then things like uh, that, people that you feel like might have so, stood out a little bit without offending anyone, or maybe offending them. It depends uh, on how close you are. Nah, nigga. Nah, <laughs> fuck them. Uh, my man's uh, Paul Watson, who's on the Raptors. That's my, that's my guy. Um, St- Steven Zimmerman. Um, Nate, obviously. Um, Keith. Mm. Uh, Kyle Collinsworth, BYU. Mavs legend, another one. Uh, Mavs legend. Uh, CJ Williams. Um, to be honest, I can name a lot of niggas, man. Because, um, like, in those, like, couple years, and I could, that could be, like, go to college, too. So, mm-hmm. like, it's just a lot of niggas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyrell Sturdivant, um, Cam Mitchell. You, you saw yeah, Cam. I got Cam. Cam. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he got no he argument is. about Ben Simmons. It's a lot of niggas who I met over the years of mm-hmm. basketball, like, just playing basketball that, like, really impacted my life. And I mean, that, that's the point of basketball, man. Other, other than trying to score 30 points a game, you gotta, you gotta have some friends, man. It's, it's, I ain't Kobe, man. I ain't gonna fucking my mentality my way to my career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, it's very, uh, it's very appreciated, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yo, you hear the success stories, you hear like all types of, you know, like the Fred Van Vliet's, you hear about all this other shit in terms of like their their pathway to the league. So it's like you telling your story is so like unique in terms of, you know, it's just not, this is the, the side that not everybody gets to see, you know, mm-hmm. about like, you know. So my next question to you is like, do you still feel like and the NBA is still a, is still a goal? Do you still feel like, you know, you want to, that's, that's where you want to be or... What are your thoughts? Nah, I, I think I think I I made my niche out here. To be honest, uh, nice. I mean I'm not scared. I'm not scared to go overseas no more. Uh, I'm a, I'm an older nigga now, man. I'm getting married next year, so I gotta fucking and I gotta make bread. So congrats, yeah, congrats. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna try to keep chasing the NBA dream, man. Those ten days, uh, yeah, those ten, <laughs> <laughs> those ten days in uh with the Mavs, man. That's all. That's all I really needed to be honest. To like validate myself and when I was those 10 days it wasn't like I was bad like I, I was playing I was playing well for a nigga who was getting like like 9 minutes I, yeah. listen so, I love the Mavs but if it was a different organization I'm sure it would have been better for you yeah so I mean other than that it was fun so I I, I have a lot of accolades for a nigga who have been in the league and to the real niggas no like I'm a hooper uh no, nah, I'm a basketball player. Who can win different? So I mean, I, like I can, I can play, I can play at that level. Um, and now I'm building my own brand out here, and niggas fuck with me heavy over here. So I'm, I'm good. I fuck with your attitude, bro. Because this is like you, got, <laughs> like you literally speaking, like yo, I don't got shit to prove to anybody. Like I'll go yeah. out, I'll hoop with these niggas, bro. Like that's like they want buckets, I'll give them buckets. But I don't need to worry about that. I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, bro. basically, like that's you know, like I said, it's just raw. Like, I appreciate that. And, and it's funny because um, even like over the summer this year, like I'm, I'm doing nothing. I'm, I'm sitting my ass on the couch, playing with my fiance, hanging with my nigga Nate, and like somebody, somebody hit me up like, "Yo, you want playing? You want playing this like pro am?" I'm just like, Fuck Shane, it. "Shane was I'm, on I'm the team, it. right? Shane, Shane the God, yeah, Shane the God, balls in again, yeah, so Small world, dog, yeah." So I mean, a lot of niggas on <clears throat> a lot of niggas on who I am because because. <clears throat> I, I say to myself and mm-hmm. like I hope like my circle of niggas, but but if I gotta go out and show niggas who I am, remind them real quick. I'm gonna do it, and yeah, <laughs> and niggas don't niggas are always coming back surprised like yo, I ain't know you was like this, blah blah blah. I'm just like, you nigga, I don't like somebody. this. <laughs> so 
in Korea, one of the so, things, uh, what was your biggest like culture shock <clears throat> moment moving over there across the world? Um, no, I really, I think, I think China, China took it, knocked it out. <laughs> yeah, actually, 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 it was, actually it was bad, bro. So I got to Korea. I was just like, yeah, man, this shit, all right, man. And I think the one thing that made me like feel at home was I saw Krispy Kremes like off rip. Mm. Huh. I was like, all right, these niggas, these niggas, all right. And then when I went to Seoul for like the first few times, you, you see, you see mad niggas too. Like, it's not like, it's not like it's only Korean people. Mm. And like, you see Korean foreigners, uh, let's say Korean foreigners, Koreans, uh, whites, Africans, African Americans, yeah. Spanish people. It's just like, it's just, uh, it's just like the city. It's like New York. Other than you getting robbed and shit every other day. Oh but it's, God. Crazy. it's fun. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> that's what's up, though. Nah, man. That's that's fucking amazing. All I know is that if I'm in any Asian country, a nigga try to touch my hair, it's on sight, bro. <laughs> it is on fucking sight. Oh, nah. Niggas don't do that, boy, for sure. Yeah. For real? They, they was dudes doing that to you, bro? Nah, I fucked up. I, I, I got twisties out here. I got twisted out here now too. So nigga oh, was like, yeah. yo, let me let me see these shit. I was like, yeah, boy's quiet from now. I fucked up. <laughs> I was gonna say you got a, a lot of Koreans actually just trying to get hair like you out there. Yeah, no, nah, I, I see some niggas trying to get twisted. I was like, yeah, niggas is niggas is wilding. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Now, what, so what's I mean, I know you said you had like the, there was a you know the the COVID year or anything. So like, before that, what is it like dealing with uh fans like both in, in China and in uh Korea? Uh China more so like it was fine. Like to be honest, you, you don't really ever see them out and like it, it, like other than like the people who like in the city and about like people don't really know like who's playing or not. In Korea, like this is like their league. So this this is just on T V. Hmm. Um it might it might be like a it might be like a third like the third sport they love the most around here, hmm. but like they're passionate about this shit. And like when niggas when niggas see me out, niggas show me love and so I mean that's fun. It's like you're like you're like a little NBA star out here, a little NBA star, <laughs> and um, Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant, <laughs> I mean, yeah, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, no, so it's cool. Um, and I mean, I like the vibes. Right, that's up, man. All right, so I, I gotta add to do as someone who, from I've heard, not from you, from all the people that know you that I met, um, has basically just kind of reiterated that you just dominate at every level. Um, so now here's my knuckleheads question. Who fried you? Who was, there's a moment that someone was out here and just really cooked you and you were like, damn, like it, may, it had you second guessing yourself a little bit. Outside of home. Nah, that you said. So, I mean, outside of Kyle Anderson. Outside of Kyle Anderson, yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. If you, talk, if you talk to Nate or my nigga Paul, they was, they was gonna make this joke about this shit all the time. Uh, Lakeland, uh, against Westchester, like my last year, this is my last game at Westchester. Mm-hmm. It was in the playoffs. Mary Jefferson gave me fits. I, I I couldn't move against him. And like that was like the first time I ever saw him play like that in my life. Like other than like when we played him in high school, like yeah. he was really good in high school and like he got he kind of just panned out because he went to Duke. Yeah. But he went there, he, he like that game, he gave me like 30 and like 15, 17. Damn. He I, had I, I couldn't move. Day. He had himself a day. I was like, yo, he this was shit. confused. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was confused in days. I was like, you know what, man? I'm just I'm just getting out of here, man. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna take my money. I'm gonna go overseas, have a good time. Yeah, my niggas is demons over here now. I'm I'm just over here, man. I'm gonna stay far away from these niggas. 
Fuck it. Hey man, I heard Seoul's a great city. I do plan on taking a trip at some point. Hey man, yeah, niggas got niggas got to fuck with the whole Asia trip, bro. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and at least you happy, bro. That's the one thing I feel like That's is it. is most important. As long as you found happiness where you at, and you found found like you you fit in exactly with, with what you do, bro. Mm-hmm. Nobody can take that away from you. Cause there's niggas out here that's chasing <laughs> a, uh, chasing a dream that they not fucking with. So man, man you doing it? Hey, there's, there's a lot of niggas who who doing bullshit jobs right now, not doing their dreams. So I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm happy I'm out here doing what I love to do, even though it's not in the, in the States. But, man, fuck, the States be bullshit anyway now. You see, as a, like, the state of, like, the state of emergency now in uh, America, fucking racism, police shooting black, fucking police shooting black people, COVID, uh, <laughs> the crate challenge. Niggas, niggas, <laughs> you ain't, you ain't gonna catch no Korean niggas doing that on the street, boy. Hey man, nah, they, said, they said the shit. FBI nah. put the crates out. When <laughs> you ever seen this much crates out? That was Teddy McDonald. <laughs> said Teddy, Teddy McDonald put the crates there, just like they put the crack in the eighties. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> when you ever seen this much milk crates lying around, bro? Jesus Christ! I'm just trying to figure never, out. Never in my life, man. So I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy where I'm at now. Um, it's amazing. So when does the season start, and uh, what are, what are your goals for the season outside of winning? Obviously, uh, yeah, I'm about to give like the PC answer. Yeah. Obviously, don't, 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 don't give me a post game uh, interview. Uh, <laughs> they play the game the right way. You know, we're out here just working nah, hard, trying to get one percent better each day. Yeah. The goal at the end of the day is to uh, win a championship. Uh, you know, thank my teammates. Uh, thank you, coach. One hundred ten percent. Yeah. <laughs> nah. So um, our first, I think the season starts in October, but uh, obviously. Even though it's a PC answer, obviously to get better every day. Mm-hmm. Um, we got we got to be better than last year, man. Last year was kind of embarrassing, um, and I took I took a lot of blame for that shit last year. And niggas was like, yo, it's all Warney's fault. And you get like we 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 like the nigga of the team. I mean, obviously like, the best player, and also the only yeah. black person on the team. <laughs> that you don't get you don't get most of the you don't get most of the blame. <laughs> niggas so, gonna be um, like, yo, what the fuck are you doing, bro? You <laughs> supposed to be good at this shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> supposed, supposed to, to be. <laughs> <laughs> bro, well, there, there if the shoe fits, they've been plenty of times like we um, were um, I put okay, we lost. I go to my Instagram DMs, boy. This nigga, you fat fucking nigga, man. I can't believe you <laughs> lost some money. I'm but in like, Korean, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, that's just straight English too. Oh, 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 translate, baby. Oh man. <laughs> oh. Damn. Nah, yeah, this should be out of place. So you like, you fat nigga, fuck, like, oh, it's, just, like, it's, it's, it's bad. So, so uh, I mean, I want to kind of decrease all that this year. So right. we gotta, we gotta, we gotta win games doing that shit. Um, and um, I don't know, just have fun. Last year was kind of tough for me. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it was just a long season, and um, it was just a lot of negative energy around there. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to provide more positive energy, win some games, uh, have fun, and um, shit. You get like twenty and ten again. Hell like yeah! My bag. MVP season again. Hell yeah! Oh boy. How's your How's your career? My shit is bad to be honest. My my man's uh, Nate is really learning all that Korean stuff. Uh, he indulged in this culture, and me on the other hand, I know uh, I know about like four words. Uh, Damn. I won't I won't say if we I won't say it for you guys because I ain't nah nah, nah I wasn't gonna, I wasn't <laughs> I, nah I wasn't even gonna be on that type of time, bro. <laughs> I'd probably recognize it. Yeah. Nah. Oh God! Oh, my my girl, my girl, part Korean. Oh yes, yeah, she oh, is. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, yep. yeah, I was yeah, thinking man. it was gonna be some uh, adult cartoons. Don't actually say them because I don't actually know what they mean. <laughs> I, 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 I still wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't. Nah. 
I would right. I wouldn't put you. Wait, on the do spot you ever like have you ever thought about doing like when you see the negative comments? Have you have you ever thought about pulling the uh, full the K- KD? Just going full KD and just fire and CJ McCollum and just firing back at everybody oh on the Korean Twitter. <laughs> oh, I do that. I, I do that 100. Hey. Uh, percent that's my toxic energy because like <laughs> I'll be like it's just so fucked up because the niggas be so mad at you. I'll be like, damn, you lost money, you broke ass bitch. <laughs> niggas, be so, <laughs> niggas be so mad at me. Niggas go back and be like, yeah, man, fuck you, fat fuck. I'm like, damn, niggas, niggas mad at me because you lost money. Niggas broke. Imagine arguing with Otani in his DMs right oh now. Oh my God. Because he gave up two home runs yeah. in the first. Oh my God, literally, like, you broke fucking bitch. You only bet $100 on me. That's what the fuck you get. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just next time a nigga do some bullshit like that just send him a picture of your game check and just send man laughing <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing man niggas, niggas uh, they'll, they'll talk they'll try to talk to you like that because they won't think you reply, you won't respond yeah but niggas like me I got time I got time <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the immaturity in me man definitely I, I like to indulge in some uh, fuckery so <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta chill out with that for sure it keeps it fun yeah definitely uh, are you the only American on your team nah so um we got a new, we got a new nigga this year, uh, Leon Williams. Uh, he he been in the league for a while. Um, he he could sleepwalk to twenty and ten. Um, so I'm I'm happy to have him. Last year uh, we had a uh, Nick Minaras, and, uh, and um yeah we sucked. Hey, <laughs> new year, new chance, and uh, yeah, y'all might come out here and cook. Yeah, we might, man. So we got we got just play the right way. I mean, first off, we got this fucking quarantine. Um, so other than that, we'll be fine after that. Yeah, I was gonna ask how was um how was like COVID rules and stuff out there with things starting to flare up a bit. Man, that's just like a a, a stalking ex, man. They want your location. Um, they want um, they want your temperature every day. Uh, they want um, they pretty much they want everything from you. But like, after the fourteen days, I think I think it's okay. I think curfew's at ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of go back eating at like a diner. Society. Yeah, if you if you if eat uh, dinner, it's only be two niggas uh, instead of four, unless two of them got vaccination cards, which me and they do. So, oh yeah, mm. niggas vaccinated. Yeah, oh yeah, we all vaccinated up in this bitch too. So I'm saying like, we, yeah, we got you know we got our Superman shot. You know, it is what it is. That's that's what it is, man. Niggas, niggas be so scared of that shit now, boy. Niggas put everything else in their body, but not scared of a shot. That's Damn, crazy. talk about it. Can we, can we, can we get a, can we get a reggae home for that? Can we? Because yeah, that shit, is, that, shit, that shit is the goddamn truth, man. I be, I listen. I'm at, I'm at. Uh, so I work in a hospital. So you know, we're like going yeah. through the whole shit now. Now they're requiring it, you know, for niggas to work. Which whether you agree or disagree with, is like it is what it is. But like, damn, like niggas, like their justifications for this shit is like unbelievable especially now this shit is is um authorized by the fda you bro know? i'm telling you right now niggas you, you see niggas who was in college who be who's be wild as fuck but used to lick toilet seats fucking kiss some random ass bitch in the face and then like i'm just gonna take the shot <laughs> Where bro was that like, like what is yeah, what was the energy before, bro? You, now, now you care about your body. You about to die right. anyway, bro. You fucked six <laughs> bitches raw tonight. And you talk about the, the COVID <laughs> vaccine, you know? He like, you're not scared. You're yeah. saying niggas be eating ass yeah. and scared of a vaccine. This <laughs> is <shit> crazy. <laughs> niggas, this is crazy. Niggas be eating ass and getting the vaccine. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, is, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> Which one's really going to kill you? <laughs> nah, I mean? Uh, well, let's just wait and see. Let's just wait and see. It's crazy. Uh, All man. the ass miles east is approved by the FDA, though. Damn right, <laughs> <laughs> rump roast, man. Rump roast. Oh, <laughs> you, find, you find it. You find it in 
every meat aisle. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> niggas started. This guy's crazy. <laughs> they got it at Wegmans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whole Foods <laughs> Associated. Yo, man. Next time, Trader Joe's. If you <laughs> if you feeling frisky. <laughs> oh my god. Yo, bro. Next time you come to Bowling, bro, I gotta take you to Coast Neck with me. Niggas not even gonna know. <laughs> Coast Neck. Bro, oh my nigga, god. I'm gonna take this nigga to Coast Neck with me. Like, I mean, well, how tall are you? A 6'8". Oh, 6'8"? Oh, damn. They're going to know you nice. Damn it. I wish he was like 6'5". They might be like, all right, he might, you know. But now, bring a 6'8 nigga, they're going to be like, oh, this nigga. Like. <laughs> hey, and it's not always the case because there are some people that be wasting height out here. Yeah, we play with plenty of tall uh, folks. Talk, like, talk, talk about it. Talk about it. I'm <laughs> saying, we, we, at Pierce and McGonagall, we, there was like 6'4", 6'5 people. Tyson Chandler, who was there every day with the mask. Garbage. Yeah. Throwing windmill dunks down just to not be a walk-on every year. Wait, wait. How do y'all feel about that when niggas be playing with their mask on, uh, like a COVID mask. Oh, co- like a, you like, talk, they, like you talking about like a regular, like, yeah, like a, a like a regular, regular one, mask. not not like not like the the I'm high altitude, altitude mask. That, that's what he's yeah, wearing. Yeah, yeah. The I'm, altitude, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the regular. Oh, I mean, I'm talking oh. about the regular COVID mask. Oh, I haven't hooped. I haven't hooped since COVID. So, well, yeah. I've been playing volleyball and people wearing them. It's really preference. But at Bro. that point, you're rubbing up against each other anyway. So like, there was the one college team that was playing that had to play with the mask. I want to say it was like Boston University or Boston College. Like they just look like assholes out there, bro. Like at that point like come it, on it, look, it, look, it looks bro my, my first year uh when the covid hit and niggas, niggas was trying to just, like scramble to finish the season mm-hmm. the team hopped the team hopped in almost with mask on i'm like bro i'm like that shit looks so stupid yeah you, you, look, you look a dickhead bro it look it looks it looks so crazy <laughs> and at this, that point like it's a contact sport like yeah. <laughs> what was yeah. like, that like how do you avoid like yeah no it's just it's, it's it's purposeless bro it's like it's either we playing or we not mm-hmm. like that's just that to me that's just it's it's simple as that bro honestly yeah. i don't know wow crazy hey thank you to our guest mr jamil warney for taking some time in the morning to t- <laughs> chop it up with us again like he said Go check out his podcast. It's fun. You definitely get a lot. Like, I learned mad at these motherfucking athletes are hella homebodies. And that's not the idea that you get from a lot of them. But uh, you learned a lot of this stuff. It's a nice little insight. It's fun to listen to. Yeah. Uh, he also has great stories, as we heard some today. Yes. Um, <laughs> you want to shout out your socials? Uh, yeah. Twitter, uh, Full Course Mills. Uh, Instagram, Jamil underscore Warney. Uh, that's about it. TikTok, J20. Hey, you gotta get on that, dog. There's probably gonna be some TikToks from this episode, so. Oh, might be. Oh, shit. Korean TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Korean TikTok. They're coming. coming. Oh, man. Nah, bro. We really appreciate you having on. I learned so much, man. I'm grateful grateful to have such a great guest, bro. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys for having me on this shit. Uh, Make sure you guys tune into my Jamil Warney podcast. it's bullshit, but it's fun. <laughs> Listen, yeah. that, as long as you're having fun, bro, that's <laughs> that's what we. That's why we here every yeah. Wednesday, man. Yeah, man, can't wait. We could uh, get you in the studio when uh, whenever the season's oh, done. Yeah. Good luck with your season, yeah, next man. Next year, next year, for sure, for sure. Good luck with your season. And now it is time for the anime book club. Yay! We are back watching Inuyashiki: The Last Hero, which you guys can watch on Amazon Prime uh, if you need a place to watch it legally. <laughs> uh, if you guys haven't watched episodes five through eight, go do that because we're about to start talking about it. Spoilers ahead, <sighs> bro. This show is really wild, man. Yeah, bro. Like I'm, I'm enjoying it because, like you said, it's one of those shows where it's like when you think you know what's going on, you don't. So, uh, episode five, I have as the uh, 
training arc start, I guess. Um, the hero's friend Ando meets Inuyashiki mm-hmm. after he starts piecing, putting the clues together. Like that was mad oh, smart yeah. of him for do the, like the the yelling for help and all that. Yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, cause that's when um actually I'm bugging. I'm thinking of another episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, niggas was definitely calling for calling for help. His mom is like, oh, why are you here? Imagine some old shirtless man starts knocks on your door. Yeah. In the middle of the night, like, uh huh. Yeah. That's that's that was that was fucking creepy. And then he kind of knew what the whole situation was. He's just like, oh, there's more of you. Oh. And then yeah, cause the, just the fact that homie went nah, he would definitely would not be helping people. And then uh, now we got some real main villain shit. Yeah, is what was going on. And it's like, you know, it's funny. He looks like a. He kind of reminds me. Hero kind of reminds me of a, mm-hmm. a zero from um, Death Note. Oh yeah, it was giving me. It definitely was giving me a little yeah. bit of Death Note vibes. Like kind of how like it was like he's he looks like Zero but acts like Light. <laughs> yeah. But the difference is that he's hands-on. And actually, like, outside yeah. with this shit. Niggas is not plotting from the abyss. Yeah. Yep. He doesn't have to see the people. He's just out here like, I'm going to do this shit my damn self. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's real life sick in the head because he's great to his family. Yeah. But I mean, like... Part of his family. Well, yeah. No. He was well, yeah, Good to yeah. the whole family. The whole family, yeah. Yeah, like he said, uh, it doesn't, he doesn't care if fam- the people that aren't family or friends, mm-hmm. so. Yeah. This is kind of ironic, like... Mm-hmm. This nigga was moving crazy like this to everybody else, but, like, his fam, he was just, like, a model citizen. Like, what the fuck? It was giving very, uh, if you mixed Fushiguro and Sugana, mm-hmm. their morals. Yep. Where it's like, it's my own type of justice, but fuck everybody. Yep. <laughs> fuck everyone else. Like, I don't know, The that episode was definitely just giving you some background, like, to try and, um... Show you how his family saw him. Yeah, more and, than anything. Uh, you hear you get something you're like oh maybe his mom will convince him to change his ways you know and then also again like as Ando seeing what Inuyashiki's doing like it just gives more into like he's really a hero in the purest form yeah like there's no other main character who like has this depth and is like a full on hero in this form because all the other main characters are like that motherfuckers just like to fight Goku just likes to fight literally like everyone else just has their own specific goal where they need want something to accomplish. Well, except Goku just likes to fight. <laughs> like Luffy's beating up people on his way to become the Pirate King. You know what I mean? True. Like Asta wants to be um the Wizard King. Like shit like that. But what Naruto. about uh what's his face in my hero? He wants to be the greatest hero, the number one hero. The That's still a ranking system that comes hero. with perks and money and all that. This is true. But I guess it, I mean it doesn't go kind of hand to hand sometimes. I feel like his the in- intentions are pure. Inushiki like, doesn't want any credit. Mm, he doesn't want anyone to know about him. He's a hero in the purest form because he's literally doing it just for the sake of remembering that he's a human. Yeah, he trash for that. Not gonna lie. <laughs> I would never. I could never. Shit crazy. We know. I think uh, episode five, the mo- well, there's two really important things that I think happened. Um, you, you go back a couple episodes and he was talking to his mans about how, uh, you know, he got healing powers when he healed his paper cut. And mm-hmm. you know how he basically said like, yo, you can heal everybody. And, you know, he was just like, Eh, fuck that. Um, his mom, his that. yeah, his mom ended up having cancer. I mean, obviously we know that. And then he healed her, which is like real cool. And then that shit was sad as hell though when yeah. she's like telling him. Yeah, she's like, I already asked your dad, like all yeah. that. Yeah, he was like, Nah, I got you. God don't got you. I got you. <laughs> Nigga said, I am God. But anyways, <laughs> and then uh, we introduced new character, Shion, 
to this shit. And uh, yeah, she kind of got uh, a little emotions for uh, your boy. Yeah, she on Yatanabe. Yeah, Yatanabe. She oh, I could not remember her first name. She I just remembered Yatanabe because I was like, yeah, nah. like the nigga on the Raptors? I just remember. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just remember Pubehead. Pubehead. Yeah, I have it in my notes. so grimy. Having a, he was like, oh yeah, is so you're foul. the girl in my class. Yeah. They call you Pubehead. He was like, <laughs> Not her friend with the secondary <laughs> embarrassment. Yep, exactly. Also, one of the things I've been getting is, um, bro, they're doing a good job creating a villain, bro. Yeah. Like, this is, remember we had that Shonen Sane in discussion? Mm-hmm. Like, it's the main character. That's At this point, who's the main character? Mm, we don't really know. It's called Inuyashiki, but, like, we've spent now multiple episodes just following bro, her down. Um, no funny shit. And this is, like, obviously, I'm jumping really ahead. But like five, six, seven, and eight, it's less about Inuyashiki and it's more about yeah. um hero. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's weird like, how like each episode is named after somebody else. Like mm-hmm. go to the episode. The last episode is called uh, is his daughter's name. Yep. Yeah. Um, but now that it goes in episode six. It's like as I'm thinking about it, it's like it's almost like he has the mindset of a child. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where he's like, when he gets in trouble, and they're talking about, uh, don't fuck with cats. Yep. Um, <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Like, when he gets in trouble, he's like, ah, oh, man, like, running away and shit, like, he didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he has that. He's like, I was just, you know, doing my own thing. Like, he wasn't murdering people. Basically. Uh, also, I'm curious as to how the cops found him. Oh, oh no. Um, we know how. They said how. How? It was one of the trolls. One of the trolls. No, that's how they found the parents' address. Yeah, is, isn't that? That's where he lives. Isn't that no. where he lives? Yeah. Because it he wasn't lives. in the new spot yet. No. I'm yeah. saying how the cops found out it was him doing the murders. Oh. Mm. Oh, they said they had some type of like, didn't they say they had like some witness or something like that? They just, they, they didn't say they that just they had, had, like they had a, they said yeah, they had a like witness or something like on, that. You saw it on the news because they were saying like they had somebody that could identify him by face. So they probably yeah. like showed him what they looked like and then that was that. Yeah. However the fuck it happened, it yeah. happened, and now this nigga is fucking running senselessly outside of his crib. They're out here blaming his parents for their motherfuckers talking about. Oh, he had an unstable home because his parents just split, so that turned him into a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. which is I like. Damn, they, you know, they gave that nigga the fucking uh, the white white school cheap. shooter yeah. fucking. Uh, you know what I'm saying? All the bullshit. No, 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 no they no, gave him no, the no, us treatment because the white school shooter yeah. thing was like, oh, you know, he was troubled. He, they they would sympathize. It was like, oh, you he know, was men- mental like, illness. It was like, type. nah, this motherfucker is troubled. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he was a good kid, you know? He got straight A's. He was popular in school. <laughs> they didn't give him that treatment. They gave him the, nah, he a bad apple. Bad. The only thing they got was people saying he was good looking. And, and it was his classmates. They were yeah. like, yo, can you believe he did that? He was like, but he's good looking yeah. and he's popular. Why would he do this? Yep. <laughs> also, um, helping old people with tech will never not be funny. Yeah. That's... When Ando's out here, like, when he flips his nail up and it's a USB Yeah, that port. was creepy. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Uh, yeah, that shit is, uh, yeah, yeah, cringy as fuck. Just from no walkthrough, how to use a cell phone. Indeed. Basically. Yeah. Nah. And, like, also, like, going into the cultural thing here, where it's, like, how much emphasis the parents have. Mm-hmm. Where it's, like, if a school shooting happens here, usually people don't blame the parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like over there, it was straight on. It's like, yo, this is clearly your fault for yeah. raising him this way. Yeah, and they and had like, it was a, it was a fucking like press conference that they had yeah. for me. They had like a hundred niggas out there. She's just fucking crying her eyes so up. Like, even the mom, even the mom yeah. was like, yeah. When they were watching, it was yeah. like, how how can parents raise a kid like that? Like, mm-hmm. and he asked her. He was like, yo, like hypothetically speaking, what if it was me doing all these murders? He's like, yeah. I guess I'd die with you. <laughs> she a yeah. real one, though. Yeah, but it's, oh, just so, it is, so sad, it's just so ironic because he tried to save his mom, but he couldn't. 
think about it, like, because she ended up committing suicide anyway. That shit was so sad, bro. Yeah, and then my man's fucking... In a way? Almost changing his whole life. I would say, in a way, he killed her. Uh, yeah. 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 And then my man's went outside, and he was, like, gave me a little bit of Akira vibes, not gonna lie. When he went out and he was just like just slaying niggas. He was on he was on demon like, time. I was like, yeah. he's been low key like doing all this shit. But then I was like, the snap is coming. Yeah. And when the snap comes, I was like, what is it gonna be? Because he already decided he wanna kill people no more. Yeah, he went through that about three times before and then, <laughs> this shit. Though just murder like it was out here, just murders all the reporters outside of his dad's crew. Yeah, that shit was bad. Yeah, that was wild. Like, that shit was crazy. Uh, him pretending that with the uh him going bang, <laughs> him going bang as a gun is funny. Him going as a machine gun is like The Takashi shit. Yeah, my brother just showed me that. My brother just showed me that. Mong, mong. He's like, yo, what type of gun goes like that? Have you seen the Call of Duty edits for that? I've seen just other shit with dog. Mong, 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 mong. It's hilarious. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, go look it up. Six nine effects. Gun noise. <laughs> but like, I, bro, half this anime feels like a fucking fever dream sometimes. Yeah, no, nah, it's like, just like... Imagine being in the street, like, when they show, um, like, it was a specific scene where he, like, escapes and just leaves. Mm -hmm. so it's like, he's just walking in the street, and then it's just like, imagine you're walking next to someone, and they just fly away. <laughs> like, it's like, or when he are flew, you on drugs? When he flew and he landed, yeah. and everybody's like, the hell? Yep, this is like, oh shit, it's him. Bam. And bam, bam, bam. At that point, I'm like, is this going to be a war on the media? And then and then we get Twitter fingers. <laughs> Basically. Uh, uh, it was not a war yes. on the media. It was a war on fortune. The trolls. Honestly, it was very... Internet trolls. I'm not going to lie. I kind of enjoyed that part. It was KD to the extreme. I kind of enjoyed that part. Not going to lie. Niggas, just niggas, going through all the internet trolls? Yeah, because niggas, niggas be saying is, shit is without consequences. Internet, all the internet trolls out here like, yeah. Uh. yeah, but that nigga, like, you know, niggas be verbally ending niggas' lives. Yeah, How did nah. that work? Yeah. That's what I want to know. How did he go through the computer? Bro, because he, he's, he, a, he's, he, a, he's he a robot. Different. He's a robot, bro. He, different. He's he, a said, robot. he literally says, I can hear what everybody's... Okay. Once he said he could hear what everybody's saying, no matter how quiet from anywhere, I was like, yeah, he could do whatever he wants at this I'm point. I'm just like, out of all his powers that they've explained and showed... Him being able to kill people with invisible bullets through technology, that's yeah. the most that's actually pretty cool. That's the most far fetched. Because I'm like, the hacking into the computers, stuff like that, totally understand. Yes. And when it was happening, I'm like, maybe he's just outside. Right? That's maybe what he's I just thought. outside. Yeah. But he was just murking people in libraries and like at and a fucking board meeting yep. like train you know what I mean? station yeah. everywhere whatever the fuck it bro was. and it's funny, kind of funny cuz they were all older men they I, I was like maybe some kids involved no it was all older no, no, men no no he got he got uh, one of the there was a kid in the classroom yeah the school oh yes the one yeah but for the most part it was yeah, yeah. older men yeah man i mean at that moment, when after he did that shit, I was like, he's like evil Gojo. Like, you know how Gojo broke the game? Like, oh he really broke God, the game. Not evil Gojo. Like, That's he like, broke the game. Like, his powers are a cheat code, bro. What basically. can't he do? Yeah. He can't stop killing. Like, <laughs> and it only. Yeah, he can't and, stop killing. Nah, have you seen. I, I know. I don't think you guys watch enough, uh, what do you call it, Rick and Morty to know, but there's this one scene where one of the uh, government people is like, oh boy, here I go killing again. That's <laughs> literally him. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Here I go killing again. It's crazy. <laughs> that's that's the line. Of I the might night. actually tweet that out later tonight. <laughs> Is this um, a popular enough anime where people will get the reference? I don't think so. Damn it! Um, and now 
That leads us into episode seven. The first thing, all I thought of when he was at the train station was, not this motherfucker holding up the train. I got to get to work. <laughs> Yo, Go kill yourself the, on your own time. New York, the fucking New York man. It's a fact. Yeah. It's a fact. Yeah, that nigga, that shit traumatized him. Nigga had the blood on his face and everything. I couldn't believe it. Oh, my it didn't God. traumatize him. That was the issue. Well, it looked like. Well, <laughs> I, listen, it's not maybe traumatized is the wrong word, but it's just that he was like so it, unbothered by it. Yeah, it, well, it, like, played un- big, it played a big role in his life because apparently that's the first time he saw like the light of life. Like, oh yeah, like yeah. I'm only really alive when How niggas is dying. Life is. Yeah, like nigga, what? Like, go get some bitches or something. Damn, like you can't find <laughs> joy and life something. in anything else but killing. Don't you remember yeah. he like, he prefers two D women? He found bro, two D women is crazy. Bro, he, I understand completely, but like <laughs> he found joy. In, he found joy in life in in uh, pubehead and, and her bro, and, and her grandma. Pubehead didn't deserve any of this. Bro, this is this is well. She knew what she was getting into. She knew she, that this nigga was wilding. She did not. Bro, she, I'm not gonna she, lie. The entire I ca- time she thought that he was being framed. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of, I was kind of hoping she got murked at some point. Yeah, so I, see, it was told only you. right. It was only right. And then like, I, I thought you know, she was gonna get murked. For being but a I wasn't, dumbass, I wasn't hoping she got murked. She, she didn't blind. deserve that. Yeah, like bro, she was just out here. She was like, yo, like people, like I, like I, he stood up for like someone who's he getting said, bullied. Oh wow, like, he stood up for like, one person being bullied, and then now they don't even talk. They literally passed each other in the halls. Didn't say nothing to him. Yeah. Now, so because he stood up, stood up for one, she was like, "Yo, person? you're my hero." And then motherfucker was out here like, she, the fact that he went, "Oh, I didn't tell you." Yeah, I killed all the motherfuckers. Yeah, he was, she was a like, wild. "Like, I'm a bad she's like, guy." Yeah, she's like, "Why did this have to happen to you, bro?" Yeah, like she a real one. See, I, I thought like, that she knew because um, what you call it? There was a scene where the grand where where he asked where she the girl had asked Pupad had asked her grandma if she wants to watch TV or something. And no, no, she, the grandma asked if right, he yeah, wanted to watch TV. Oh, he wanted to watch TV. Yes, yeah, and then so I was just like, hmm, if she turned the TV on, shit might get weird the real grandma, quick. Grandma, yeah. But, like, I feel like the grandma would have... Actually, I, I don't think the grandma would have thought he murdered them either. It was like, oh, man, something's going on. But I feel like the grandma would have wanted to turn him in. But, like, she nah, was out he here like, yo, you're being framed. He wasn't and then eating them like, rice cakes. She like, knew. She would have no knew. No one framed me. Hmm. What are you talking about? I did all that shit. True. I did it. That's hmm. me. By myself. Guilty. Holding it down. <laughs> Gun on my waist. Smile <laughs> on my face. <laughs> and then that's when, um, in this episode, is where you get to the question, what is the overarching theme? Is it humanity? Or, like... Like that's that's the idea. Like, cause we we see the parallels. Like, he is the foil, the complete foil of Inuyashiki. Yeah. Right. Like, is the whole thing just humanity? Cause now we get here. Like, is this the redemption arc starting? Yeah. Like, what's going on here? You want to start saving people, or are you just doing it to clear your name, thinking that that was gonna make everything better? Yeah. And that goes back into he's the mindset of a child. It's like, uh, does it does you doing so much good negate all the bad that you've done? And I don't think that that is actually... It's not how it works. It's not really how it works. I mean, especially because after... Uh, later later in the episode, you know, he's doing all this good. He's saving all these people, which is, like, admirable. But at the, at some point, it's like, nigga, it's a little bit too late. I mean, yeah. And um, when this is starting, I was sitting here. I'm like, here's going to be the turning point when she's like, you got to do stuff good. And I was like... Or even so, when he's, like, starting to like living there, it's like, is he going to be Vegeta? Or is he mm. just going to be a normal villain? Is yes, he going to be the one character that always comes back around and becomes a good guy? Or is she just going to continue being a crazy villain that they've built up really well throughout the show so far? I figured he wasn't going to stay good. I was like, all right, well, yeah, this no. is like the one little like, all right, maybe he's not so bad. And then, but you know what's coming is, yeah, he's going to fall. He's going to fall off a yeah, cliff and just kill people again. Ill. See, I, I thought, I agree that like, I feel like he wasn't going to stay good. But the fact that like this show has done a good job of not letting you really know what's going to happen next, I wouldn't have been super surprised if yep. they did it the other way. You know what I mean? Mm. 
But then who becomes the main villain? I mean, it is just one season out so far. Yeah, man. Um, and then fucking uh, after that, at the end of the episode, it ends with, you know, police pulling up on these niggas, man. Oh, yeah. CO Team 6 type beat. Quiet as fuck, like, too. That's another thing. How'd they find them? Uh, I mean, they probably... He wasn't leaving the crib. Well, uh, he probably know when they were healing, when they were well, healing. They, they, yeah. was, they was healing niggas. That's yeah, how they was letting him see his face. They could have checked the IP address. And there was, like, there was all the things trending. It was, like, the miracle. Yeah. It was in Japan, things like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, no. He Good was, police He work. was doing nice. I was... You know, we've had plenty... Like, Piccolo was murdering people. and turned out to be great. Well, I mean, you know, he he, he ain't do no wrong the rest of Dragon Ball Z, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he also was not was a Namekian. And because he's a Namekian, this is like, damn, like... He's black. Yeah, yeah because he's a Namekian. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. The black but people... Namek is a planet of green people in um, Dragon Ball Z, JT. No, I know that. I I, I know some things about the, the thing. <laughs> like I said, I like promise. Every, like, every Father's Day, they literally put up tweets and Instagram posts about him. Like... Come on him, now. Him. Say his name. Niccolo. Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is it fucking famous black TV fathers? Yes. Uncle Phil, Carl Winslow, no. Piccolo? Like, that's what it is. That's the, that's, <laughs> that's the Mount Rushmore of black, black fathers. TV fathers? Basically. <laughs> Knocked off Bill Cosby and Piccolo? Oh, my that's God. That's what happened. <laughs> that's Jesus hilarious. Christ. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. But yeah, SWAT comes in. Boom. Ah, ah. Gets everybody out of there, but not really. Bro, uh, I thought they killed both of them. I thought they, they did too. The she was the dead. Bleep. Well, well, but then again, I, but then he he, ca- he carried them, and yeah. then you know he might have did his little healing thing. Yeah, that's I, that had to happen. Like they had to be not completely dead. Yeah, that's yeah, I think yeah. very close to death. But we don't not. find that out to the end, right, bro? That that shit was. I was out here. I was like, damn. It's one of those things where it's like. Good things can't happen in shows like this. Indeed. Good. They shouldn't. No. Also, what is this asteroid shit? Yeah, that's what it was. It was giving in. very One Punch Man, where it's like, all right, we got something. But the thing is, there's no, like, superheroes aren't out in the open. Now, the thing is, is that with this whole asteroid shit, like, I am already picturing it in my head what's about to happen, and I'm hoping they don't go this route with this show. And if they do, I'm going to be very, very disappointed. But, yes, that'll be a very Ichiro, wack ending. Ichiro's, Ichiro's going to destroy it, or it's going to hit the earth? You'll see. You'll see. I'm not, I don't want to no, say it because I don't, don't want to speak it into existence. I speak it into existence, and <laughs> well, I'm gonna do it. I well, yeah. it might be different. What I but I think uh, Hero is gonna have to destroy the asteroid, and after he's gonna be like, "See, I saved everyone, so my crime should be forgiven, right?" Yeah, we're kind of we're kind of on the same page. But what I was thinking I was, was gonna I happen was before, right? Is he accelerates the meteor. Goes behind it <laughs> and, and like, pushes it. That would be wild. <laughs> that would be a great ending. They said this shit is bigger than the meteor that killed the dinosaurs. I'm like, all right, now I know this niggas started bugging, bro. Y'all, y'all we have one of those like type of things that happened in our like. Well, in, in real, real life, life, they send missiles to blow it up, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and then so. also the ozone layer is so polluted that it breaks down stuff as it enters. I say so. Niggas don't got missiles. Not the ozone I know we do. But um, NATO, where are you at? <laughs> before, what I was gonna say is the. Uh, I thought when he was doing his whole healing thing that at any point they were gonna get into a fight. Like yep. he was gonna find him, and he's like, "No, like I've been good now." And he's like, "It doesn't matter if you've been good. You've been killing all these people." Like, or he was gonna, or that was gonna be the turning point. It was like, "No, like I've been good. Like I can show you I've been good. I'm trying to turn around. Like I understand now." And like Ando would have had to vouch for him and be like, "No, like you know, he. I know he's a good person, but like he's been screwed. He doesn't feel like he's human." And they would understand each other from the not feeling like he's human. Um, you'll see that. I think it's in. Uh, Black Clover of people who had the same upbringing but just diverged at that one point mm-hmm. where it's like if you made one decision differently everything could have gone horribly wrong but um what you get uh, some insight into uh, Ichiro's daughter mm-hmm. yeah 
Which is good because I just thought she was a generic asshole character. Well, I mean, we didn't really. I mean, shit, we, she really get didn't get developed at all. We didn't. We wouldn't have. Yeah, known. but she was an asshole to her dad, and then even um, Hero in the beginning was like, it was like, yo, she's mad pretty, and I was like, yeah, she's pretty, but she's the fucking bitch. Yeah, she wants to write mangas. How yeah, cute. Yeah, but even when like she went to uh, Oda, was it Oda's son, right? Yeah. Uh, she was like, he was like, oh yeah, I kind of want to write, you know, manga and stuff like that, and she was like, kind of shitting on him for it. I was like, yo, like if she he wanted, like, if he want to follow his dad's footsteps, let him follow his dad's footsteps. What? Because you want to write? Like, no, I feel like it wasn't or, that. Or was it because like of it the was, competition? It was because you expected. He was like, you think you're gonna get in jump off rip? Because she was like, your professional debut was gonna be in jump. That's what he was saying. So he was like, you think you're gonna jump right into the big leagues? Huh? <laughs> you think you're about that life? Like he was like, you're, you know, Oda's the greatest writer of our generation in real life. It was like, you think you're going to just jump right in because you think it's passed down? She's like, I'm out here grinding. I'm in the studio <laughs> every night. But it's like, how do you know I'm not grinding? You know? Like, how you know? And especially coming from somebody like that, like his dad is Oda. If he even mentions, yo, dad, I'm trying to do this. How you know he don't got him out here doing two-a-days? Oh, no. Basically. <laughs> it, could, it could work either <laughs> she's way. Still, she's yeah. still an asshole, but now I just understand more. She's just out here like poor and just wants to change the situation and just feels like she can't do the things that she wants to do because she's poor i feel like she's just unappreciative oh absolutely like i feel like they're not really necessarily poor <laughs> not pretty privileged. per se but i feel like it's a decent sized like home like lower you know. middle class yeah well, you know, yeah not poor probably could be better it could Relative be better to other people around her true you know she's the middle class that isn't getting any no <laughs> i was gonna say it isn't getting fast for help but no um but yeah other things. But then she uh, goes to uh fun. Why can anyone walk into hospitals in Japan? Uh yeah, I don't get that either. These motherfuckers just walking in and going into rooms and no one's asking no questions. No nobody at the front desk <laughs> saying who I'm are you saying. here to see? Yeah. No visitor pass. Pre COVID, pre COVID, pre COVID. No pre COVID. Pre COVID. Pre COVID, you nah, couldn't, walk, say, into I couldn't, I couldn't walk into my hospital. hospital. Yeah. Yeah, you can't honestly, just walk into a hospital and go straight to a room. I'm not gonna lie. Go straight to the terminal wing. I'm not gonna lie, bro. If you act like you know where you're going. I niggas not gonna stop you, bro. I promise you. Like if I like you pull up that was me. No, that that was that me coming back to campus uh, for Temple. Yeah, I was just like, all right. Well, I you look also, like a student anyway. Yeah, yeah so literally. I'm just gonna keep going. Like yeah, like if y'all niggas walked into my building and just you know just beelined it to the 16th floor, niggas is not stopping you. I'm not gonna lie. Like I going with a nice shirt and tie. Yeah, you know some nice slacks. We should actually going. what we should do is buy um lab coats. Yeah, y'all buy some white coats. Now, all you got to do is just have, like, a dress shirt on with a tie and a, and a stethoscope. They're not going to say anything to you. Literally, that's all you need. Yeah, like, like, like old boy. Nigga <laughs> yeah. said. Who had his own practice <laughs> twice? <laughs> you pull up like, son, oh, be like, hey, doctor. Uh, hey, Dr. Thomas. Hey, Dr. Boutou. Yeah, Talk but, about yeah, a fever dream. Jeez. That is one of the wildest stories ever. And the fact that it really happened in real life. You know what I'm saying? It's like... You know, that's an Atlanta storyline, honestly. Yeah, it's an Atlanta storyline, but it's also a real life Florida storyline. So what is <laughs> what does that say about America? Florida needs to be cut out, just like the Bugs Bunny Looney Tune character. Mm-hmm. And then to wrap up this episode, is fuck the police. Um, homie went. <laughs> Clearly, you guys aren't good at your job if you haven't been able to capture me yet. So I'm just gonna tear you down and make a new one. So then again, what is the overarching theme of this show? Is it what is humanity? Or is it police reform? Wow, that's crazy. So I think many. it's I think it's just this nigga he's powerful. He knows he's powerful. And it's just all right, how much of this power is he really just gonna enact on the world? I or, is that, or is this him doing it for good? He's destroying the cops so they have to rebuild it. No, nah, he, he is not but thinking in his about head, 
It yeah. might be, bro, bro. I mean, are the Korean? Uh, not he was Korean, like, "Damn, so. you guys couldn't find me as a serial killer." <laughs> Niggas still on the fucking. I was say like, it's not like they're shooting down unarmed black people Amen. in his in 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 in, in his town. I so, like, haven't seen a black person, so exactly. So this like, what does he really do? like? It, Can't shoot black people if you're not there. And there hasn't really been any other mention of, like, the police in terms of, like, being over-aggressive or anything like that in the show. He was just saying they were too bad. Like, they were so trash they couldn't find them before. Which is not fair. I mean, like, dog, you're a, cy- like, you're a cybernetic robot. Like, 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 niggas like, playing catch me if you can with these niggas, bro. That's like saying, like, that's like you as, like, a high schooler going and playing against, like, camp, you know, like, as a camp counselor against, like, first graders. Like, yeah, y'all not good enough. Like, no shit. Like... <laughs> Like 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 you go years. to an NBA player's camp and get beat by the NBA player, and he's just like, nah, bro, this isn't for you. You don't hate enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, dog, what? You are six foot nine, 230. I'm five foot seven, 160 on a good day. Of course I'm not good enough. Like, you kidding me? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> <laughs> of course I'm not good enough. It's crazy. I mean, you're not wrong, but uh, come on. That's you have not to nice. say it. Yeah, to say I mean, it. You're not wrong. <laughs> Let's be nice. Let's be nice. But, you yeah, know, uh, yeah, he's wild. And it's crazy how, like, he probably was about to die if not if it didn't rain. Yeah. Fact, this man yeah. was just overheating. They thought that, they had him cooked. Yo, that sniper fucking knocked oh, my God boy him. sideways. Doink. The fucking big caliber. Yeah, he got yeah, to know. That was the fucking shit that knocked me in the center of my face, bro. That was the, <laughs> shit, the <laughs> fucking <laughs> Remington joint, bro. That was a Barrett 75 cal. Yeah, that, that was crazy. That shit. Woo! Yeah, and plunked him for my Apex people. That was the uh, what do you call it? Ah, damn, I, I forgot it. it too. Yeah. All right, this show is. I, I am still thoroughly enjoying the show. Yes. Um, I do think it, I think it's pretty damn good. It was the Kleber. Mm. Sorry, Kraber. There you go. Kleber is that guy on the uh, Mavericks. Yeah, who they think we're gonna trade to the Bulls for? Um, Lori. Lori. For Lori Morgan. Oh shit. That's not an upgrade. Yeah, it's not, but, you know. It's literally the reverse of the Seth Curry, Josh Richardson trade. Except yeah, for we're trading okay. away defense. That's okay. But we didn't talk about what's her face. Uh, Learning her dad's sit Now she knows that he he's a robot as well. Yeah, because he saw yeah. him fucking heal, niggas. He was like, why are you? No, she's on fly away. And of the, he was like, she was like, yo, why are you hanging out with Ando? Bro, the scenarios? No. <laughs> Hilarious. But it was like, the when he was sitting the family down, I like little boys. Nah, <laughs> she was <laughs> Yeah, Bro, the, at yeah. first it was like I, I'm trusting with my daughter. She's like, "What the fuck? No!" And then I like little boys. Ugh. It was this a legitimate job. <laughs> she was like, "Her? Nah. No!" Can't, the fact that that like was that. the most that was the most that she dis, like, yeah. disproved. She's like, "Yeah, that that can't happen." He not built like that. <laughs> Bro, also the stories are so sad. Where it's just like, "Damn, she thought I was gonna die because I look so old." So she was always worried I was just gonna pass at any point. <laughs> my when I was, son, when was my son kid. looked like a whole different nigga with that look with with a little uh, dark brown hair and shit. I'm like, what the oh, fuck, that son? Talk about AIDS like milk. Yeah, that nigga's ancestors might be from the Caucasus Mountains. That man Yikes. aged bad boy. Woo. He needs some olive oil in his life. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed he does. Mm-hmm. Ah, boy, but yeah, that's all I got for this. Yeah, so. same. Good. Yeah, man, this shit is just entertaining. I like, I don't know what I'm enjoying about it, but it's just I'm, I'm just glad it picked up. Yeah. It's a lot more lively than the first four. Well, I mean, I yeah, because mad niggas started bleeding. You know what I mean? Yeah, we know niggas. JT's attention span. If it's not tits or blood, he checks out. That's a fact. <laughs> titties. Really? Like if it's not, if there's no fighting, anime there's anime titties, anime titties. No fighting. There's no fucking. What am I here for? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. 
So pretty much next week we're gonna wrap this shit up. We got three more episodes, uh, nine, ten, and eleven. Yes. So if you guys are following along with us, we'll finish this and we can get on to our palate cleanser, which is gonna be fun. Can't wait. Awesome. And uh, you guys can make sure to follow us at Tartobi Sports, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Go like the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Defender Normal. Yes. Big facts, Worldwide West. Everywhere I go, I leave a worldwide mess. Y'all can follow me on the gram, Worldwide West underscore 11. Uh, Black Lives Matter, all of that good shit. Whoop, whoop. Wow. How do I, how do I follow that up? That was fantastic. Uh, Just kidding. Let's see. Twitter, J underscore Thomas underscore 24. And uh, Nima told your people too. We'll catch y'all next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion.